Welcome to track number 10 of Gates and Roads. I want you to hear his voice. And I want you to obey. I want you to listen to him. One of the things, one of the first things that God leads us to is he leads us to people who have his words. That is one of the first things that he does. He leads you to somebody. Say, listen to this thing. Like, for instance, the final quest. I believe God let nobody recommended that book to me. I've never read any book by this man. I went myself. I was going to the bookshop. Meanwhile, I had two copies of the book in my house. People had given me. I never, I never looked at. When you, when I have a book, I just keep it. Usually, I never read it. But if I can say there's one thing, one book that is, is has helped me and really been a blessing to me, apart from Papa Higgins. Uh, books. It's Rejoiner's book. A lot of the things that I'm preaching came by taking it seriously. I tell you, God is not going to give you that. Some of you won't see vision until you die. But God will give the vision to somebody if you can hear it and obey. I told you about Mary Magdalene. You can't be Mary Magdalene. You can't go back to the garden. You can't live there. You have to trust what Mary Magdalene said to us. You can't also be me. There are some things you can't write. You don't bother to write. It's been written. Do take it further. Take it, take it to the extent that it can be taken to. You can't, you, can't, you can't go back and make the wheel again. You just go. Take, take it from where it, it came to you and run. Fast. Maybe I can't distribute my books, but you can distribute them. Because I can't. But you can. Amen. Are you listening to me? So important it is for you to know his voice. That's what distinguishes a man of God. If thou shalt hack intelligence to the voice. After writing a lot of things, after giving you a Bible, he still says, if you shall listen to his voice, You've got a Bible, but if you shall listen to his voice. And if, if God leads you and says, okay, follow this man. That's the direction of the Lord. And you'll find that many things follow in that context. And he's leading you within that context. When the Lord says, this is your father, you follow it. Like one pastor said, God has to reveal it to you. Yeah. You see, God has to reveal, God reveals relationships to you. When he reveals a relationship and you don't believe it, and you don't follow it, and you don't walk in it, you lose out. That's what, that, God has spoken to me. I said, if you don't respect this man, you will never be whatever. That's all. And it's, it's up to you. <laughs> yeah. Because although we would all like to hear from God directly and have direct whatever, it's not like that. And so when the Lord told me that he is not going to give the vision to everybody, but if he gives a vision to someone, you better humble yourself. And that is God's method. It's to humble you so that you need somebody. You need, you know, even though you are so great, you still need somebody. Look at that. You know? And all these other things that are done to secure so that you never need somebody. It will never happen. You watch and see. Up until even to die, you will need somebody when you die. Somebody has to carry you. 
There is a film, I don't know if you've watched, it's called The Banker. It's called The Banker. It's about the last 50 days or the last 30 days of Hitler underground in the banker. You know? And I watched that film and I, two things I learned. One, I came to the conclusion that many of the people who are heads of state are mad. <laughs> and then the second thing, I realized that you always need somebody. Because when he was going to die, you know, they killed different people underground. They gave them poison and all that. Then he had a wedding with his girlfriend. You know? And they, they showed all that in the film. They had a wedding. They did the ceremony, everything. And then after that, he gave, he gave the instruction, his commander, you know, his assistant, most trusted, whatever, commander and so on. He, he went into his room, he and his wife, they said after 10 minutes, come into the room. And then they had to take his body out and so on. So when he, he went into the room, he gave his wife the, uh, the cyanide. And then he took the cyanide himself and then he shot himself in addition and so they had to wait and they were all standing as all his servants the colonels and the whatever and they were waiting us and then after 10 minutes and they came inside and this is a real account from real uh, people who were there they showed the different people this one was put in prison after this one was this one this one and they took his body out they poured kerosene on it they lighted it they said, even to die to die you need people you are not alone is it not wonderful how God makes you dependent and makes me dependent. No matter what I'm going to do, I may be the great whatnot, but I still have to come to you and say, I need your support, I need your help. Easy. It's all part of God's humbling process. So, hear God and obey. When you come to church on Sunday morning, I want you to be someone who has heard from the Lord. You should be worried when you don't hear from the Lord. I mean, when I hear from the Lord, I become happy in my room. I become so happy. I said, I become happy. And I'm used to hearing God. I know when God has spoken. Some of you don't know when God has spoken. Because you don't know. You haven't tried to follow him before. Try to start following him and then you will start learning. God has spoken. God has spoken. God has spoken. God has spoken. I tell you, the more you take steps with the Lord, the higher you will go. You will speak with authority. You will speak with the blessings. You will speak with power. Because you are following him. If thou shalt hearken diligently. Pastor. Pastor. If thou shalt hearken diligently. And not just be a dry. You know those books that they sell. I, maybe one day I will start to use them. I don't know. Those books that they sell. 101 sermons. You get it. 365 sermons. 50 sermons. Have you, have you not seen them in bookshops before? I mean you look at it and you wonder. You get it? Who are, who are those going to use them? You know, but people buy them and use them. And some people deliver their driest sermons. And if you don't take care, you can become like that. You are just reading a book or listening to a table. It's not something that is, it's not a river that is flowing with strength from your spirit. You are not hearing from God. You are not following his will, his voice for you. But if you shall hearken diligently to his voice. There will be a difference between your church and the church next door. Oh yeah. I said there will be a difference between your church and the church next door. I said if you shall hack in diligently to his voice, there will be a difference between your church and the church next door. The Lord will set you on high. High, on high, on high, on high, on high, on high, on high. 
you have to learn to follow his voice there are so many things about following his voice which you know we can't really go into there are so many many aspects how to know the difference between different voices, how to be careful how to avoid losing your way you know but if you want it it is right there it's written you get what i'm saying and and you listen to it you soak it in read it read it one chapter at a time pray about it read your bible check it up learn to desire to follow but of course there's no point in reading this if you don't desire to follow and if you don't desire to suffer for christ it's time to suffer for him we suffer for everything else it's time to suffer for him i said we've we've suffered for every conceivable issue it's time to suffer a little for him ah every possible thing sometimes when i look at the you ladies who are having children you, you suffer you really suffer you've suffered to have children you've been through much and you still are ready to suffer again yeah to take care i'm, I'm not talking about even that i'm talking about to look after them and especially in america where there's very little help in some small room I think you can sometimes go mad if you don't take care how many have felt like going mad before and, and sometimes you, you 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 wonder you know sometimes you see somebody has killed his child somebody has you know i think sometimes people just go go crazy huh yeah But God is just looking at you and saying, oh, oh, you suffer for everything, but not for me. You suffer for everything, but not for me. Efforts. Oh, no, Paul, I can go to school and have a child. I can do this 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 and have a child. I can do, I can combine, I can do, I can do this, I can But when it comes to God... But then you see them kind of very dull, very uninterested, very cool. God bless you, I'm just a pastor's wife, you know. I just go around in the church. But when you want a child, one day I saw a certain, I saw a certain lady. I said, "Sister, how is it?" She said, "Fine." I said, "Are you doing your best?" Pastor, you can ask. You can ask him. So I, I asked him. I said, "Is she doing her best?" Oh, she's really doing her best. Then I said. You, you are, you, there's a, you want to have a child. That is why you are doing your best. You just want a child. Because for one year you are some way, then suddenly you are doing your best. You just want a child. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way to get a child. So it's like suddenly you've come alive. I've seen it many, many times selfishness your own vision even if you don't like it Christ, something that you don't like you are doing it wildly so that you can have a child after the child we come down to ground level always show us the ancient part of, of cadaverism lord we want to return to the old ways lord and become cadavers again dead bodies 
<laughs> the ancient highway of cadavers. <laughs> Forgive, Lord. You have suffered for this, suffered for this, suffered for that. Suffered to also hear his voice. To follow him. Let me share with you something. Look. You must learn to hear God's voice. I have found out from my experience working with the Lord that my mind also needs to work when I'm hearing from the Lord. Because the Bible says he shall bring to your, it is in one of the, how to, when the Spirit of God speaks to your mind, he, he brings to your remembrance all things. That's one of the things the Holy Spirit does. Sometimes I'm going to fast, maybe I'm going to fast for about three days. Or maybe I'm going to wait on the Lord. It's something characteristic, something that I have noticed, that the Lord will sometimes speak to me before I go into the fasting. During the fast, how many have fasted and it's like you can't hear from, you can't hear anything. You see, your mind is, ketones are moving all over the place. You can't easily hear from the Lord. When you are relaxed, you often hear from the Lord. That is why you need to come aside and rest a while. And you need to to wait on the Lord. Waiting on you. Waiting on you. Patiently waiting on you. I ain't about the time. Lord, I seek to find my strength whilst I'm waiting on you. Waiting on you. We don't wait on him. So he doesn't also, he's also watching us. Amen. Amen. That's why I said I'm not interested in anybody coming for the camp after we start the camp. Because I don't want to speak to people who are very busy. I'm very busy and, you know, I've managed to just come for the last session so that, you know, you, you, you see that I'm here. Mark my name and, you know. People who, who don't have time for God, but you have time for something else. Oh, I can't do this, I can't do this. You watch them. When it's time for funeral, when it's time for this, when it's time for that. I don't have money for this, but I have money for that. I was talking to one brother. Anytime I did fundraising, you'd be watching that. You'd be behaving like a cow, you'd just be watching me. Like then one day his mother died. His mother died. Then he came to Ghana. The person who can't come, the person who doesn't have money. You see, that after the funeral, he came and said, you know, Pastor, I've used, was it 13,000 or $14,000 or francs or something, something to the tune of almost about $10,000 for this funeral. And this is a person, when you are doing fundraising, you'll be looking at you like that. Oh, so, okay, here's uh, $50. The work of God. But when the funeral time came, then he woke up and opened his bosom. You see, it's not that you you don't have or you don't you can't whatever. But it is for that thing. I don't think I have time, money. Now let it change. You see, you have to judge yourself. Nobody can tell you. You have to talk to yourself about it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 
So God wants you to be a life connection to Him. I said a life connection to Him. Why do you think I'm... You can ask Pastor Joel, for a long time I've been talking about moving him from New York. I'm doing because I believe I'm led to do. The Lord speaks to me. Many of the things I'm doing, the Lord has spoken to me. There are some things He doesn't tell me. Do this. Like for instance, recently, I, I believe the Lord was directing me, you know, I should, I should withdraw all my people from French places. You know? I, many things. The Lord, you see, recently the Lord was showing me so many things that I am doing that He hasn't asked me to do. I'm doing things He has not told me to do. I'm doing my own things. And I become, it's very, it's not easy. You have to unwind everything. And, and the, Lord, the Lord told me, see, all these French places that you are sending, I have not sent you there. So I said, I'm moving. I decided, but I was a bit, you know, it wasn't easy for me to withdraw the people. But I just felt that, you know, now, these French places. Then I remember Pastor Hamish was supposed to go, he was supposed to go there to Abidjan, to Cote d'Ivoire and so on. So he went. And I was discussing, where do you want to go? Do you want to go here? you want to go here? Because sometimes I like to know what people, he said, oh, he'll just go. Because he was Tak Friday and he's just crossed over to Abidjan. So it's like, it's convenient, you know. So I said, okay, just go. So I was in South Africa when I put on the television. I said, I said, cool in Abidjan. Cool I said, my God. And he was there inside there with the car. We have a, a car there, a four-wheel four drive and all that. They were in there. He was in there. And I said, my God, how is he going to come out? And then the war was raging. Eventually, he was able to drive through from there, through all the way from Abidjan, through the country with the car and come into Ghana. Then our pastor was also in Central Africa. He was there with his wife. He, he was telling me, he said, he said Wait, when you talk about war, bullets with his little wife, missionaries in Central Africa, po, 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 po. and they were running with bullets, and the rebels were coming, and then the mercenaries had also been employed, and their house was near the president's house. They were shooting. His wife couldn't eat. How will you eat? I, I said, of course, let's tell them to come home. I get it. Then we're sending somebody to law. I said, withdraw the person. You know. And and the law shows none of the French things that you have said have worked anyway. <laughs> it's not working. Because <laughs> things that God didn't send you won't work. But things that God sent you will work. Yeah. That's why I want to know what He's sending me. And I'm not supposed to do everything in the whole world. I'm supposed to do what He has asked me to do. And what he has asked me to do will work. And what he has not asked me to do will not work. And I want to know what he's asked me to do. Amen. It's very, very important. When the Lord spoke to me, and, and, and you see, God, God can speak to you through his word. And God constantly spoke to me through his word. I look at healing. And I see healing. It's in the Bible. I mean, no matter who, what you want to do, unless you want to cut it out, it's there. And the Lord was telling me, go into that. Some time ago, and I started. It was one of the most difficult things for me. The most difficult thing for me to do in the ministry is to go into this area of healing and to even learn about it. Very, very difficult. His mind is very. One day I remember after church, we had a, a miracle service, and one of the first ones we were doing, and Pastor Big Daddy came to say, by me, we were sitting on the stage, and he said, 
Bishop, it was a powerful meeting, you know. We should have more. But the tension, the tension is too much in the meeting. <laughs> and I was surprised. And I was wondering how he could also feel the tension. Because I could, there are times that I've almost gone mad out of tension in building up to have this kind of meeting. I don't feel that way anymore, but it is not easy. Because you see, that's where you realize you, when you are preaching, there's no anointing, you can shout, you know, and people will think that there's anointing. But if there's no healing, nobody's being healed. You can't force somebody to be healed who is not healed. There's no healing, that's all. It's simple. Close and let's go. <laughs> so it's a higher level, it's a level where you are depending on God. Yeah. It's different from preaching and just talking. You see, and the Lord is trying to take me to the next level. And it wasn't easy for me to flow into that, that level. Amen. And so the next level that God has for you, and you realize that God's directions, they are not things that he, He's like erratically jumping you out of all that you are doing. Because Jesus said at one time, this ought you to have done, not neglecting the others. Most of the things that God leads us, you ought to do not neglecting the first thing that he has asked you to do it's usually a build up on whatever he has asked you to do so the fact that i'm into healing and i'm into because now i'm going as i'm going into a crowd i'm going into crusades I'm, I'm starting a new ministry altogether called the healing jesus crusades and and i'm going into crusades i'm going a crusading <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm virtually becoming like an evangelist moving and doing healing crusades as, as I'm taking all my programs of the, all teachings and others I'm just a healer yeah. even if it's headache and back pain I'm a healer of headaches and back pain whatever it is yeah. <laughs> I'm not afraid <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but I've seen miracles. I've, almost everything in the Bible, I've seen one. Even on this program that I, I, I went for. I've seen. Maybe you haven't seen. Because as you keep sitting down analyzing and saying things in your head and laughing and honor of man is following you, I'm also seeing. Every, this time I was holding, I heard somebody during the program in, in Panama and I heard I said this is, this is what Jesus this is exactly how what Jesus saw and everybody said yes this is it yeah you haven't but I've seen one two three four I keep seeing them real things I'll follow him I don't know where it will take me but I'm following I believe I don't care if you laugh at me I'm not here to gain your respect or your honor I receive no testimony from man how can you believe which receive honor one of another how can you believe how can you flow how can you hear how can you hear his voice when you receive honor one of another oh yeah it's 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 it's, it's so important that distinguishes you from the congregation that you could hear from god and god spoke to you god related to you People want somebody who is in contact with God. People are after God. No matter how bad we are, we want God. I tell you, we want God. We really want God. We are looking for somebody who has God or who is in contact with God. Even if the person is uneducated, the person is some way, the person is like this. We want somebody who is in contact with God. 
Yeah. I tell you, I said, it, it, it was, it, it, it struck my heart, you know, and the, the lady would be there, you know, Pastor Pedro was laughing about it and he was saying it, but it also touched my heart. He said that, he said, here, the person is standing and said, tell him to say, may your husband love you. You know, she's standing there, tell him to say, may your husband love you. May your, this, may your wife be happy with you. Oh, may God give a visa to Miami. You know, they also need visas. Been, I was speaking visas over there. I see you having visa to Miami. God is taking you down. Oh, they were just moving all over the place. In fact, it was easy. The pastor said, we have never seen an offering like that before. And of course, somebody also criticized me. Yeah. Because there's suffering that comes from doing the will of God. Mercy, Lord. Even the way we take offering. The Lord led me to take offering like that. It's the direction of the Lord. One day the Lord told me, I'm going to give you another pest. I said, pest. I'm going to give you another pest. Suddenly as things are going down, things are going up. And you see, when I was getting in some of the buildings and the projects, I said, Lord, all these things, who is going to pay for them? I have a big campsite, building different hosts where we are going to have camp meetings and so on in the Aburi Mountains. We are building, we started a foundation. The last time I was here, I did some fundraising for uh, buildings all over the mountains, the churches. I don't even, I personally haven't even been to some of those places. They are building all this. Lord, who is going to pay for all this? The Lord said, I will give you the money. Anything I've sent you to do, I'll give you the money to do it. No problem. And the Lord struck my One day somebody came to our church, he was taking an offering. The Lord struck my Look at it carefully. Look at it. I said, wow. So all those who are pastors, we are taking offering. Stand there with your shamelessness. After all, the church doesn't even pay you. And still you are trying to be a good, a good looking, what do you call it? Always trying to let people like you like me. You want you see I'm nice. You see I'm so distinguished. I'm so whatever. Nobody can say anything bad about me. Yeah. Nobody can say anything bad about me because I'm decent. I'm orderly. I'm nice. I'm calm, collected, cool. James Bond, 007. Take off your mask and just be real. Hold a basket like that. $100 for Jesus. $100. You should see me standing there. 10,000 CDs for Jesus. 10,000. God will bless you. Come here and hold the basket. No problem. I went to Takrad. I was taking off. My father-in-law and my mother were sitting there. My father-in-law sent some. Oh, take the basket from us. Oh, don't, don't worry. Don't hold the basket. I'm not ashamed of what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing. I'm not here because I'm in need. I'm here. I'm doing the work of God. I'm doing the will of God. I hold the five thousand for Jesus. Five thousand points for Jesus. Are you ashamed? I'm not ashamed. Are you ashamed? I'm not ashamed. Five thousand coin, hundred CD, five hundred silver. And gold. I said God will cover you with silver and gold. Come and put the offering. I said the first twenty people. You should see when it's silver and gold. Then you see the people running. We call it silver and gold offering. That's the coins. They run like that. I said. There was a time when the Lord just, uh, just problem I had the first 20 people are going to receive. Come and see. Hey, the whole church was running to put the silver and gold. 
It may be funny, but people are being blessed. I said, don't worry. Me, I'm not ashamed of what I'm doing. Are you ashamed? We are not ashamed of the gospel. Let them say what they have to say. We know what we are doing. People don't care about God. They don't care about the church. They don't care about the God. They don't care about anything that we are doing. God said, take the offering properly. He said to me, your income is based on tithes and offerings. Not just tithes. Offerings too. Take offerings seriously. Take tithes seriously. And you have enough. For anything I've asked you to do, no problem. Amen. We are going higher. I said we are going higher. We are becoming more. And you see, when people see that you are, you, you, you are shameless, eh? <laughs> it also brings some level of authority in the church. That's right. But when they see that you are just like them, trying to look good, trying to preserve yourself, self-preservation, then they see themselves in you. Say, uh, it's just like us. <laughs> Because the reason why somebody wouldn't stand up to even preach is because we all have baggage and we all have cobwebs and skeletons and things under. And it's like, I don't want to expose myself for somebody to start talking about me in the house. How many have heard somebody talking about me before? Raise your hand. You have heard somebody talking about me before. Yeah. You still hear somebody. Because when you stand up and you wake up to speak and to pastor and to preach, you have exposed yourself for people to say whatever they want to say in their houses. Freely, they are making their comments and giving their opinion. And that's why some wouldn't want to be pastors. Brother, lose your reputation. Nat, lose your reputation. Stand up, stand up. Is that or not? You are behaving like the farm, this thing that I, I went to see. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you must lose your lose your self-respect amen just come out clearly and just yeah if it's offerings if it's preaching speak look i say we are growing wild do you understand wildness Wow, we are becoming wild. The days are short, the days are numbered. Nobody knows how long it will be, how long more we have. We are going wild. People will wonder what, what is your work? He <laughs> said, Don't worry, brother. I'm a, I'm a man of God. Said, and if I be a man of God, I will speak the words of God. I will be shamelessly standing and representing before whom I stand, the one who sent me and the one who approves of me, the one who anointed me. He's the one who, who I'm, on whose behalf I'm speaking. Oh, you should see me. I don't have any, I've lost all reputation. I don't have any human respect. And the Lord told me, you see, you are so self-conscious in just Sunday morning. I said, look, a time is going to come. You see me wearing polo shirt. I'm coming to preach on Sunday morning. The spirit of respectability is going. It's like some kind of consciousness of, you know, very... Ah, ah. All those things are some controlling elements and forces we are breaking out i said we are breaking out i said we are breaking out let's go wild let, let the people see that you are so wild man they say, hey so are you what is your work <laughs> and you see there was a time when people 
will, will ask me, so what, 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 what do you do or what is your, what do you call it? And I'll say, you know, well, I'm a doctor. You know, like if I'm in a plane, so I'm a doctor, you know, and, uh, and you know, I'm also a pastor. When I get to immigration and they ask me, what, what is your work? And so I'm a doctor and so on. <laughs> and the Lord said, you are a doctor, you see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, the honor of men. Now, they ask me, what am I? I'm a pastor. I am a pastor. That is my work. And I want, I want you to get to the place where, where somebody asks you what you are. You tell them, I'm, I'm a pastor. That is my work. That is what I'm in this world to do. Yeah? Like Jesus said, who do men say that I am? What do people say? Who do you say? I'm a pastor. That is what I am. Yeah? And people will get to know you. So they, they, they will not even see that aspect of you. If there's any other aspect of you. It's like because the part that is, is clear and is prominent and is is the most uh, tangible part of you is just the fact that you are a pastor that is what you are may that come to pass in your life in the name of jesus and they ask you what, what, what are you they don't even have to ask what are you, you put your passport there what is your words i'm a pastor i'm, 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 I'm nothing i'm a priest I'm a priest i'm nobody i'm just a servant of the lord I'm nothing in your society. In society, I'm not any of the respected things. I'm a pastor. Rarely will you get me having any need or place to say that I'm a doctor. Unless maybe there's somebody sick or something. But I'm a pastor. So I've lost everything already. There's very little left to lose. Respect and other things. Reputation, this, that, all those things, they are gone. They are shed. My G10 and G3, even amongst my own pastors, like I was telling you, there's a time I have, I write a book and I'll send it. I don't send anymore. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it is in the room, it's in the shop, it's in the store. Easy. It, it, and your G15 keeps dropping until there's only G1 God G1 God <laughs> only God matters I must not be in your G5 or G2 or G3 only God must be G1 the one before whom you stand the one before whom you you, 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 you do what you do your private room life I see a river flowing out of your belly and it's going to bless many people. People are looking for life. Oh. People are looking for answers. And when you stand and preach, people will think you don't have problems. Yeah. Because the kind of life and flow of your coming out of you. Hallelujah. Amen. It's wonderful. Are you ready to flow? And follow, and follow his spirit. Yes. Are you ready to listen to his voice? Drop aside. All oh, men. 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 It's time to be wild. Amen. I'm growing wild. Amen. Amen. I used to have four services. 
It really sounds powerful. This, I have so many people, this is, this is the first step. Oh, yeah, this is the first This is the first step. <laughs> look, look, at, look at what somebody said. Cut it down. Cut it down. Just do two and have time to talk to the people, whatever is in your heart. The Lord told me one time I was preaching, the Lord, you know what happened? A time came when I was having a first service, I didn't enjoy preaching anymore. I didn't enjoy preaching anymore. And then a time came what I was preaching, I was not happy. Although it were very good messages and good teachings and so on, I, I felt that what I really want to say to the people, I don't say. So I changed. That's when I started militarizing. And I, I said, I told the church, I'm, take, I'm taking you as a, a whole church. is a military organization. The whole church is doing crusade. Everybody, let's go Tuesday. Close down the church. Tuesday, we are all going for a crusade. The whole church, no special group. All of us, you and everybody. And you come and see professors, vice chancellors, and others sitting on the crusade ground at St. Park in Manprobi. They're all sitting there humbly. We are doing crusade. BDR was singing there. Oh yeah. I said, everybody's go. Let's go. And the Lord told me, see, that is how you are. That is what I can bless. That is how you are. You are not this kind of distinguished whatever coming to do. You, you are the type that can do crusade and move around and do whatever. So just be yourself and be an outreach kind of person. So just do whatever. I've got. Don't try to develop some special, you know, I'm trying to be a distinguished type of diplomat person. who is. That's not how I am. Even, look, I'm almost 40. I look so young. Oh, you don't see that I look young. I was preaching with Pedro. They came and I was sitting down when we went to Paraguay. So I asked the, I asked the lady, how, how, how old do you think? He said, oh, Pedro is older than me. And then, and he's not. And then he said, oh, how old is he? Oh, you'll be about 32. And then he gave me my age. I said, oh, really? So and then I, after I was asking, so why do you say, what, what, what is it that makes me young to you? So is it, is it what I, how I preach or what I say? I, I don't know. That's, that's, what, that's how it feels. And that's how it looks. So I don't have to try to. This is how God has also made me. I'm not any kind of uh, uh, ambassador or something special. I'm just me. <laughs> huh? That's not my calling. And I don't have to try to develop whatever. Let's be ourselves. God has blessed our church by doing outreach. We go here, visitation. We are coming. We are moving. We are preaching. We are praying. We are camping. That is what we can do. God blesses and has blessed it, and He will bless. I see America exploding into a wild group of wild. I tell you, spiritual commandos are being released in the spirit. Satan is afraid of you that you are coming, he has heard that you are arriving. And that you have lost the respect of man. That, that thing is a very, it's one of his major labels that he has been placing on you. And that thing that is going off you, my God. I tell you, you are wild. I say you are wild. Because now you don't have it. One of the things you have lived your life to protect is the honor and the respect and the testimony of man. That is one of the things you have been living for. But you didn't know. And once that thing is gone, it's like you are a very dangerous person. It's like, hey. The guy is no more. <laughs> He's no more controlled by this thing that we've been using to control him all this time. 
he can, he, he can no more be guided to buy this car or he can no more be guided not to say this or not to do this or not to say that or not to behave that he's no more under that guidance he's free and, and satan say hey that guy is free now watch out I say some of you, eh, you are going to suffer more for Christ than you suffered for yourself. Some of you, listen, some of you will do more in the short time that is left than some of us who have been laboring for. Because the prophecy that Jesus gave that in, there was a man who, a householder who went and hired servants. Some came at the eighth hour, ninth hour, then some people came at the eleventh hour. And after he gave them all the same why do you think he gave them all the same because they probably did all the same amount of work some of you your one hours work that you are going to do after chasing so many things will be more than somebody's 12 hours work that he has done give the lord a shout of praise hallelujah <laughs> i tell you why do you think he gave all of them the same price after 22 years of suffering for medicine you are now going to suffer for the lord God is going to give you special grace to catch up. I says grace to catch up, grace to overtake. And all that you have been through will work together for good. I say to work together for good. It will give you a certain wisdom and a certain clarity and a certain strength to do his will. It's going to happen. People will look at you and they will do not know what is your work. So I'm, I'm, I'm a priest. I'm a priest. I'm nothing. You take it that I'm nothing. That is what I am. I'm nothing. Write it that not, uh, nothing came. <laughs> write that nobody said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I, on this particular, so many people ask, what car do you drive? What, uh, so many times when they ask what car, I wanted to tell, I, I walk. I don't have a car. It just is of no consequence. It's of no consequence. I come and I go. while people have been released yeah. uh, is it breakfast time not yet what time is breakfast nine o'clock hallelujah it's going to be wild i tell you america is about to explode while while people are being released in the system <laughs> at first it was always said that it was new york churches in new york but it's, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be you. You don't know. Okay, well, so where, where is the where is the church? Where is the headquarters of the church? So when we go here, we thought it was the headquarters. When we came here, we thought it was the headquarters. So we are not sure where the headquarters is. It's happening. I said it's happening. Hey. It's wonderful. I tell you, people are coming. They are coming. I said they are joining. They are asking you for advice. I said, people are asking you for advice. What to do next? How to move ahead in life? Pastor, wipe my tears away. I've been crying all day and all night. I don't have an answer. I know you have the answer. Amen. That's wonderful. I tell you, Satan has lost his control over your life. We have, we have brought floodlights. Floodlights have come. Where he was crouching in the corner, coming out of the midst of darkness to come and guide us with various ideas. He said that is very bad, oh. 
guiding us, guiding us for years, guiding us. Do this, do this, do this, do this, don't do this, do this, do this, don't do this. He's lost that power in Jesus' name. Amen. We shall be controlled by Jesus. Amen. I said, we shall be controlled by the Holy Ghost. Amen. We shall be controlled by God. And all your mistakes will work together for good. Because all things work together for good. I say all things. You understand when we say all things? All things means all things. It means all good things and all bad things. It means all mistakes. All mistakes work together for good. Are you glad that all your mistakes are working together for your good? Thank God for our mistakes. I say thank God for our mistake that God can use your mistake and turn it around for his glory. God is going to do it. God is going to use your things. How you are, God will use how you are to bless people. How you are. He's going to bless you as you do His will. You will have more than you can carry. More than you can imagine. More than you can use. A time will come you will dash houses and cars. I used to say, you know, giving cars and so on. Me, even me, I've given cars before. Say, take a car, take a car, take a car. Amen. Last week we called, even I traveled, I said, fix this car. And then call this pastor. And then dash. Yeah. Because you know, I remember uh, she was sitting in my office and was talking about how she'd been believing God for a car. And the Lord just started, you know, give her a car. Just give her a car. Bless her with a car. So put it. Give it to her. Easy. You shall give cars. Some of you will be saying, take this land. Take this house. I have to give. I'm blessing you. You believe in such things? Do you like such things? It will be something that's... If I am actually a pastor... And now you start to press. Your troubles will come from pressing towards the mark of the high school. Not pressing towards finances or pressing towards children and pressing towards academic things. But because you are pressing towards the mark of the high calling of God, your problems will be in a different area. And persecutions and troubles will come from another area. When I think about financial needs, I'm thinking about the church and what is needed. I'm telling you, not even for a moment. It's my mind on those other things. It's a wonderful thing. I see you arriving. People will be afraid of you. People will, some of you, people will be jealous of you because it's like, it may look as though, you know, you spend a lot of time doing this, 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 and I see that now you are also becoming as though you know you are very wild in the ministry and it's almost as though when god you see god looks at your heart and god says that he's the 11th hour i'm calling you i need you in the 11th hour that parable is in your favor one time my wife was preaching and i turned to her i said this preaching is in our favor There are many parables that are not in your favor, but there is one parable in your favor. And that parable is that the man who was caught at the eleventh hour, he was given the same salary. <laughs> I tell you, 
and you may see that I was, I started the ministry 10, 12 years ago, and you were doing other things, and then the last minute you have come to add yourself. It is in your favor today, I tell you. <laughs> I tell you. It's in your favor. I said it's in your favor. Shake your right leg and say it's in my favor. Amen. It tastes in your favor. God is giving you something that is in your favor. So take it and walk with it. I said take it and run with it. Take it and run with it. It's in your favor. It's in your favor. It is in your favor. How did Esther get to become the queen? Huh? She wasn't planning to be there. Aerial beauty queen. So many things that are not correct. Her father died. Her mother died. So many bad things. But God turned all those things out. And it turned into everything worked together. Because if her mother and her father had been alive, do you think they would have sent her for a beauty contest? Because her uncle who was tired of looking after her said, look, they are having beauty contest. Go and, go and join. Go and join. <laughs> I've looked after you all this time. Go and join. <laughs> when her father died and when her mother died, she didn't know that this was all, all those sorrows and tears. It's all part of God's plan to take you to the, to the, to the throne, working together for your good. It's a wonderful thing. Shelly, perhaps you came here, you, the way by which you came here is even not a correct way. God is going to use it for his glory. And he's going to turn it out in your favor for the glory of God. Hallelujah. I said you are blessed today, I tell you. Mighty warriors. Mighty warriors. Mighty warriors. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Lord, make me pure in heart. Make my heart faithful and So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure in heart. I know the only way that I can be made free is only by your blood. Only by your blood. So fill my heart with faith and grace that I might see. The oneness of your love, the oneness of your love. Lord, make me pure in heart. Make my heart faithful and true. When you look at me, it's your righteousness we see. Lord, make me pure in I know the only way. Know the only way that I can be It's only by your blood. It's only by your blood. Oh, so fill my heart with faith and grace that I might see. Wonders of your love. Wonders of your love. Look at me, it's 
Worship and praise leading anointing come on upon people. The honor of man has not made you sing. The honor of man has kept you quiet. The honor of man has prevented you from singing because you don't want somebody to laugh at you or somebody to think of you. Either. That's why you can't release yourself in the house of God. But I see a special grace coming upon you to worship the Lord, to sing for Him, to love Him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, make me pure in
things but he's going to see you through the blood oh lord thank you that you are going to see us through your blood through your power lord not by our works of righteousness but by your grace alone by your grace alone by your grace alone by your grace alone oh lord how feeble and how frail we are lord how we fail lord how we fall short over and over. no matter how good our intentions are we fall short but we thank you for your grace and for the blood for the blood now lord the churches will grow not because we are good or because we are perfect or because we are whatever but because of your blood and your power i know the only way that i can be made only by your only by your love so fill, fill my heart with faith and grace that I need a wonders Yeah. 